When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. <laughs> Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Chels. If you have an iPhone and you're listening to this podcast, check out our new iPhone app. You can listen to this episode and previous ones seamlessly, download them automatically, and listen to them offline. Get the latest news about the team from the nation's experts and official videos from the club, and less official places too. The Chels app is free at app.chelseapodcast.net. Sign up and deposit up to £50 and Labrooks will put the same amount into your account, giving up to £50 worth of free bets. Follow the link to bet.chelseapodcast.net. I look around this table and wanderers have returned. We've got a wanderer who's been trawling the streets with backache, unable to sit down, but has finally managed to take his seat with us and can talk about Chelsea. It's Mr. Gabby Hayes. And bowel ache. Good evening. Okay, that's probably too much information, especially in the first sentence of a podcast. <laughs> the other wanderers, he's back. Yes, it's the man of the boards. It's Mr. Phil Daniels, who's back from Thailand. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, dear jet-lagged one. Is, is it, does it feel like morning for you now? Yeah. Has yeah. morning broken? Morning has broken like the first. Mm. Yes. But, well, we could probably go Where's on Where's old Baku, boy? Baku boy, it's him. It is the man of many miles in about seven hours. It's Mr. Andrew Saunders. Hello. Is that, is that recording you, Andrew or Andy? Oh, don't. Okay, can we just play this game? Right, okay. Let's say, Phil, uh-huh. if you're going abroad and they give you a piece of paper, which is basically your application visa, do you write Philip Daniels on there or would you write Phil Daniels? Philip. Okay, Gary, if you were given a visa at an airport and it said, 
please, would you write your name here? Would you write Gary or Garold, your real name? <laughs> Garolds. There you go. So, Andy, when you got to Baku and they gave you a visa application, what did you write? Andy or Andrew? Of course I wrote Andy. Only my mum calls me Andrew, which is what Andy. I explained to the immigration officials, but they weren't having it. So, so they didn't give you a visa. They didn't let me in. I had a visa. You had to get the visa beforehand. Okay. So I showed the lady my visa, and she said, what's your name? And I said, Andy. And she went, no, it's not. It's Andrew John. And I went, well, yeah, clearly it's Andrew John, because my mum calls me that. And she went, this is what it says on your passport. And I'm like, okay. And she went, go with these gentlemen with guns. And then I had to go, had to go away while all the other Chelsea fans filed through, thinking I'd been done for something terrible. And sit in a room while they processed another visa for me, which took two hours and cost me more money. And I missed the coaches to get to the hotel. And then I had to get a cab (laughs) with a bloke who spoke no English, who didn't know where the hotel was, who drove me around for ages, which I eventually got there, just in time to go all the way back to the airport, which is where the stadium was, and watch the game. How much did the cab cost? About four. Five quid. I mean, it's so, it was ridiculously cheap. What's Baku money then? What's it's the Marat. The Marat. The Manat. Manat. Sorry. Manat. Yeah. <laughs> the Manat. And so, so I got like um, I got about fifty quid's worth out of the ATM. Uh, and thinking, well, because everything's going to no, be no, really no, cheap. No, I mean, no. the metro's 9p. And, so, were you on and, your and then own? when I came to change it back at the airport, they're like, we don't want it back. We don't, want, we don't want it. We're Worth not going to change it back. You know, so they wouldn't even change it back. So anybody, anybody wants to, any manats that's going to Baku or Azerbaijan soon, let me know. I've got some. Okay. And, and did you go on your own? Were you, no, I went with my son, Harry. Did he stay with you through the whole traumatic period? Of course he did. And he got on the coach and went to the hotel. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. That's what we like didn't. to see. Yeah. So. Uh, no, and then we, um, I, I woke up sort of reasonably early the next morning and we had a bit of a wander around Baku, which is lovely. Absolutely lovely. It's just a long way away. If it was like, if it was a two hour flight, I think a lot of people would go there for the weekend because it's a lovely place. Yeah, but Australia, well, places in Australia are quite nice. If they yeah. were a two-hour flight, yeah. everyone would go but there. But I think the, the people, the picture that people have in their head of Azerbaijan. No need to be like that, Kerry, I think. The land of fire. Did you feel like the land? it was the land of fire? Well, it was the land of fire, the city of wind. Oh, oh. so Gary would be well at home there yeah. with, yes. with his... city of wind. It was so windy. We went to the stadium and it was freezing. Not because it was necessarily... That cold, but it was the wind was whipping the through the stadium. Chill. It was very, very cold. And did you see anybody in you know out there? Yeah, but everybody was about fifty. I mean, it was old Chelsea boys. Was the referee? Uh, did he come with the Chelsea uh, contingent as well? Are you referring to penalties? Oh yeah, it was a penalty. <laughs> was it the it first was one? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it was. Heck. Um, I did see and quite, sending I, off. I did see quite a lot of people that I saw out there. The, 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 the basic demographic of the fans who went was about fifty. That was the average age. Because I guess young then, Andy. Well, you know, I just think it's like a midweek game. You must have looked like a right nipper. And, yeah, yeah. I was one of the younger contingent. And Harry, well, you know, was he on his own then? Really? Yeah, yeah. But, there was a couple of youngsters, but not many. Yeah. A lot of greying hair and male pattern balding. Well, it's, and it's also, it, it was a difficult exercise because we talked about it before last week before you went because you had to get there at about 2 or something. I checked in at 3 a.m. Yeah. Mm. And then you. 5 a.m. flight. Uh, it's about five hour flight out, six hour flight back. 
Um, so yeah, it was a mission, but it was good. I mean, it was worth it. It was a kind of adventure you'd never lines of speed in the toilet. Philip, <laughs> oh, did, did you watch any films on the plane? I did watch a film on the plane. I watched what this. Film? Well, I watched this film called The Hat and Garden Job. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. god, I know someone I who's in that. Week. Yeah, Larry Lamb's in that. Larry Lamb's in that. <laughs> and Matthew Good. Yeah, he's in it. Is he yeah. good in it? He's all right in it. Yeah, sat on Sky. Yeah. Anyone else you know in I it? I can't. There was there was uh, a Chelsea know. fan. A couple, of, yeah. couple of kind of a couple of character actors. You know these yeah. kind of blokes that pop up all over the place. Yeah. You know adverts and yeah, and not stuff. like real actors like not yourself. Like, not, not, not like real actors. Not like Larry. Middlesex Polly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never forget that. That uh, in fact we haven't had any sort of momentous theatrical drama from you on the pod for ages. Well, uh, of course, I'm a qualified actor, unlike Philip. Of course, oh, that's right. Yes, you are. He's passed the actors' exam. He's an official actor. You're oh, like an unofficial actor. Oh, I have got a certificate, and you haven't. Oh, that's true, but I have a, a certificate for doing Thai cookery in Thailand. Oh, did you go on a course? I went on a course for a day, and he did all the cooking for me. Right. And sounds like a rubbish course. <laughs> was, yeah. No, but you, he got a certificate, much like your drama one. Well, then, then when it comes to cooking... You so what, what did you do to get your drama certificate? I went to 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 Polytechnic. Oh, let's not go into this, please. I went to oh, no, let him do a please. bit. Please, studied do proper theatre and uh, and got a certificate at the end of it. Philip is just a job in actor. Dear idea. And he's in the hat and garden job. Obviously, he's in the hat and garden, and it's quite good for it. I quite enjoyed it. Was do you remember any of the stuff you used to do? Uh, oh, a bit of Stanislavski, a bit of Brecht, you know, that kind of oh, stuff. What kind of Brecht do you remember? Oh, you know, the usual Let's stuff. have some. Sort of, uh, uh, yeah, I mean... Come on, dear, come on. I, I, I can't, I can't. Can. I'm, I'm, I need to warm up. Well, you get warmed up. In the meantime... <laughs> While Annie's putting his leotard on... <laughs> his theatrical leotard. His leggings. His leggings. His leg warmers. Leg warmers. You talk about football? Yeah. So, anyway, nah. we, we played in, in Azerbaijan. In Baku. In Baku. And now Andy, no doubt, will tell us the team. Well, we play Karabakh, who don't, who don't actually come from Baku. You know this, right? They come from about 280 miles away. And they're, they're their ground is actually in a war zone because um, they're at war with Armenia. And so they have to play in Baku. And they unfurled this, this massive banner before the game. And it said, far away from home, but where you belong. Which is quite a, quite a moving kind of banner. Um, but, yeah, so that was good. Um, and they were the fans were fairly rabid, about sixty five thousand Azeris, nine, about nine hundred of us. So it was a good atmosphere. Um, the team. So we put out uh, Courtois in goal, as Piliqueta, Luis and Rudiger as a back three, Zappa Costa and Alonso as the fullbacks, Fabregas and Kante uh, in midfield with William Hazard and Pedro as a front three, a three four three really. And uh, I suppose it was all fairly straightforward. Although they did hit the bar early doors, yeah, didn't they? Did, they? Didn't they? Yes. Well, I mean, that was a good effort as well. It was a good effort. Um, yeah, it was a kind of thing, if it goes in, well, we'd probably still go and win the game, but it could have been, it, it was a good wake-up call and one that we seem to take notice of. Um, you I know. mean, the big turning point was, was um, obviously the, the penalty and the sending off after 21 minutes. Philip's shaking his head. Don't think Diabolical. It was, was it? Well, I mean, you know, you could give a penalty for it. I wouldn't. But sending the bloke off. Yeah, he's the I last mean, man, though, isn't he? Denying a clear goal scoring opportunity. Oh, well, look, I mean, well, I don't want to get involved. Letter of the law. Well, yeah, 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 this is this new but, law, yeah, isn't the, the it? Double, but yeah. it, it's not double jeopardy. It's only double jeopardy if it's sort of like an accidental foul. But because he tugs on his arm, it's considered a serious offence and consequently he has to he go. He had a bad day, that, that bloke, because he was their captain, wasn't yes, he? Yes, that's but right. But he's also the manager of their under-18s team 
and they lost to Chelsea earlier on in the. Uh, but he, he's the one who hit the, the bar day. as well, wasn't and he? And he's the one who hit the and bar. Did he really? Bad day. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor. So just, just quickly, what were their fans like? Because they're not all their fans, are they? Because when they play, no, the it was league basically matches, we were they get about a thousand. No, we were basically playing Azerbaijan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so you know they were good. They were excited. Um, they were raucous. Uh, they sang a lot. We they had got the, a bit better, didn't they? Before we beat them four 0 they'd had some. Half reasonable result. Yeah, they have. They? You know, I, I mean, don't they think they're with Roma and Atletico. And Atletico. Oh, no, sorry, they lost to Roma, there, didn't they? But they nearly got a result. Yeah. yeah. Well, they went. I think Roma went two 0 up fairly yeah. easy, and then then were on the back foot for the yeah. whole game as Caraba came after him. But yeah, they got a great goal, a, a great result against Atletico. Look, two I great results. They, I mean, they are a pub, a pub team, but they're a, they're a very decent pub team, and you know they play football, and you've got to admire them for doing it. What was really interesting, and I put it out on Twitter if anybody follows me, that the Iraqi Chelsea fan club uh, you know the supporters club were there because obviously it's not far from Iraq so it was quite an easy trip for them so they all came over and started jumping around and were warmly received by us and you know it was a good effort from them so we had we had sort of a lot of Azerbaijani Chelsea supporters there as well yeah. so it's amazing the reach that we've got as a club you know to, to get out to, to these places nice one. yeah it was good no it's brilliant so I mean I, there's not a lot to say about well the two, game, goal, two than, goals you know, from the... Willian on his 200th appearance what a player that's his first. That's the first time he scored two goals in the Champions League since November 2012, when he mm. scored two for Shakhtar Donetsk against, against Chelsea. Against Chelsea the bridges, against, no, against Norgeland. Oh, okay, but yeah, I mean, it, again, it's it's interesting because William, as I said last week, William and Pedro, with the way that we're starting to play the shape, they're going to get, and they are getting very little time. Okay, in a game like Carabag, you know, they're getting it. I just wonder if they're going to get frustrated as players because they are bit part in this shape at the moment. And, you know, it kind of doesn't matter what you do. If Conte wants to go with the shape with Hazard and Morata up front, they they drop out. And um, so it really doesn't matter how well you play. I mean, do you worry about that, Phil? No, I mean, a little bit. I'd like to see William play a bit more. But uh, there's a lot of games now, isn't there? You know, I think That's, he's got to start. He's got to start moving his squad about, hasn't he? I mean, Drinkwater got a game against Liverpool. I think he made a wrong decision there. But there you go. You well, know, we'll talk about right. that in a minute because I've got. I've got I a think though, um, out of those two, Williams the one who should be more concerned because playing those two attackers, I think Pedro can play that because he did it sort of for Barca. And he's clinical enough, but I think Willian's more just more industrious, and he doesn't. I know he scored three goals in the last two games, but he's not as much of a danger in the final third, and I think that would work against him. Yeah, I'm I think not right. taking anything away from Willian, but he scored two goals against a pub team, and one of them wasn't wasn't a goal; it was a cross, frankly. I think with him as well, where you've seen him become more marginalised is that the season that Jose it all went pear shaped. He kept Chelsea ticking over if he set pieces, and Alonso's come in and sort of nudged him out on that as well. So he's sort of just becoming a player who's like second fiddle everywhere. So he hasn't really got a, a place in that team. He sort of just fills in where he has to. And he's, he's a good sub. He's a good. He is a good sub. sub. Yeah. But when we were talking about it last week, weren't we? But yeah. I don't think he wants to be a good sub. He's going to want to be playing. So well, do you I think, think? I think he'll get a game. I think he'll get a game soon. And I think he'll yeah, maybe. Prove, do you think prove, prove people wrong? Do you, I think it'll be great. Do you think there's a worry that any of our players may want to go in January, or do we think he'll Conte will keep them together, and it's the summer we have to worry about? I think the summer is. Yeah, Chelsea, are, Chelsea don't need to let players go in January and they'd be stupid if they did. But I don't think we've got the, the option to let no, players yeah. go. So they, they might want to is. go, but it might be a case that they put deals in place for the summer, but I can't see anyone going in January unless no. they've got a good replacement. So, I don't know, maybe Draxler at PSG 
Maybe order talk, talk of Lucas Moura, isn't there as well? He's he. Those rumours are very loud. Yeah, so maybe oh, if Draxler was, kept saying about three years. Yeah, yeah he did. If, if Chelsea Draxler. brought someone like that in, you could see William going. Was it Bamiyang is not happy at the moment? Whether he'd come in January or the summer, mm. I don't know. I mean, there's there's a few players out there that we've been linked with, but you know, I mean, I think we might get some decent players now. We haven't got that recruitment bloke anymore. <laughs> well, actually, that's an interesting point because you know Emanalo, who disappears with uh, you know a certain amount of interesting grace and go, oh, I've had enough, it's time to go and everything. You know, 10 days later or whatever, he's just taken over at Monaco, which is quite an interesting situation. Emanalo's at Monaco. What do you think of that, Phil? Oh, well, I'm just glad to get rid of him. Okay. <laughs> I think he did a good job at Chelsea overall. Nope. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Philip's had it in for him from day one. Well, I haven't. I he didn't like a cut he- of his jib. Everybody else, you know, was responsible for this, that and the other. He never took any flack for anything over the years. Yeah, I think, though, people in his position, that's tend of, you know, that tends to happen. You know, you look at Everton now and um, with Steve Walsh there, you know, it's, it's Koeman who's got all the criticism for the fact that they've signed a million number 10s. And, but who's head of the recruitment? Steve Walsh. And he's still got his job and Koeman's getting yeah, sacked. Yeah, well, maybe he should and I get think that's what it is. The, the direct, director of football, they're, they're a good buffer, yeah. aren't they? So, yeah. time they or should, technical they director should, in Emanalo's uh, case. Should go. Well, one of the people I presume he was responsible for getting back to the club was uh, David Luiz, who came into the side, which I think is quite interesting that he came in and at first you start wondering, oh, is that it? he's back in the side? And as we saw in Liverpool, he actually came in to give Christensen a rest. There's a real sea change. There's a real dynamic change now. And that defence is starting to look solid again. You know, uh, Phil, you're raising your eyebrows. Oh, no, no, sure? I just, I, you know... I know no one loves David Luiz more than you. Well, we won the league last year and David Luiz was the best, you know, was probably one of the best players. He was. Because of it. You but know. he's not all of been... a sudden, Yeah, all right. All of a sudden, he's not the worst centre-half in the world. And Christensen is not the best centre-half in the world. I think you're all right when you say there's a, there's a lot of games. I don't think that Luiz yeah. is permanently frozen out. I think that, you know, Luiz has fitness issues. He has, I you know... he's got a bad knee. Well, he's been ruled out already for the game tomorrow um, because he's got injury issues. I mean, he's been carrying that, that injury ever since um, Aguero totaled him. You know, up at up at uh, up at the Etihad. So, you know, I mean, it makes complete sense that you would rest him and give him extended periods of rest. I, I don't think we should read too much into it. Okay, uh, I'd I, like to see them both play together one day. Trouble is, they both like that central position, don't they? I know, but it might make me laugh. Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. Well, we'll see. You know, there's obviously still a bit of fallout from the spat that he had with Conte. But it, um, it's, it's good for the. Um, the loan system as such and the, the academy team that you're starting to see players like Christensen given a chance and he's shown a it's bit good. of faith in them. Mm. You know, he, he's Christensen, Christensen's part of that generation of, you know, players where everyone's starting to get excited by them. You know, Loftus-Cheek is part of it. You've got Lewis Baker, you've got... Um, well, is that a good time to talk uh, about the sad, um, the sad news that we got yesterday about Dermot Drummy, um, the former academy and reserve team coach who died suddenly yesterday? Yeah. Uh, he was only 56. Um, amongst his many achievements at the club were leading the under-18s to the first FA Cup youth success in 49 years in 2010. And just to follow on what you were saying, he steered the under-21s to the league title in 2014 with a team that included Charlie Masonda, Lewis Baker, Andreas Christensen, Ruben Loftus-Cheek and Nathan Ake. Mm. So, you know, really sad news to hear um, And what, you know, to, what's to interesting with, with Dermot is that he was at the club from you know, the early Abramovich era. And he's been there working with, you know, Neil Barth and others there, bringing these 
these players through, you know, you know, successive generations. But then also, if you see what Jody Morris has been saying today, he was a big part of these coaches. That, you know, because Chelsea have got a good culture of they've got these players coming through, but they've got you know they're breeding their coaches as well. So Jody, they brought back in, you know, from the Eddie cold. Newton, yeah. yeah, Eddie Newton's been around, and and Derma was influential in you know getting Jody back to the Flo. club. Yeah, with the under 14s and then the big one for me is Joe Edwards, where yeah. he was a Chelsea academy player, got injured, had to retire. And Chelsea took him in, and he started from under eights. And play, you know, coaches like Drummy were, you know, took him under their wing as such. I'm like, I don't know role models to you know play people like Joe. And um, I interviewed Dermot a lot of times when yeah, I was you, at Chelsea. Yeah, he, he, he was quite useful for you, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was because um, I used to do a feature about you know coaching and stuff like that. And I used to do it with um, Paul Clement before he became Carlo's man, and with with Dermot. And I remember going into the old pavilion at Cobham and. Um, you know, it was it was strange. You're talking to these coaches who are working with elite players, but they were just nice guys. And I was going in there a bit wet behind the ears and nervous, and they were they were really good to me. You know, and from that, I was able to produce some some good stuff and you know form some good relationships. He was a good guy. Well, no, it was it was very sad news. So our thoughts go out to yeah, friends and family. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, on that note, we've just got to take a short break, and we'll be back after this. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. So we're back. Um, I suppose we should move on to Liverpool, the team for Liverpool. Yeah. What do you think, Andy? Well, um, five changes to the starting lineup from the Carabag game. Christensen and Cahill came back in defence for Luis and Rudiger. Uh, Bakayoko and Drinkwater came into a three-man midfield alongside Kante, with Morata reclaiming his starting place alongside Hazard up top as Pedro and William dropped to the bench. Presumably you think that's harsh on William to have dropped him after the Carabag game? No, Unless he was tired. No, I, I mean, a little bit. I, I like to see him play, but... Uh... I, I can understand. I think the system that. dictated, though, that he wasn't going to play. 3 5 well, no. 2, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, 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 that is his default at, at yeah. the moment. Yeah. That's where he wants to go. He wants Morata. Yeah. There was and only one change in that team from the previous Premier League game, the West Brom game. There was only, there's and only one. Drinkwater. And, and that was yeah. Drinkwater. Yeah. yeah, for Fabregas. So, you know, he, he seems to have a nucleus of a, of a league team that he wants to keep yeah. together there. But I know Phil just he raised earlier about Drinkwater. I thought he did all right. I thought Drinkwater was great. I don't think he was the problem in midfield. He wasn't as dynamic as Fabregas. He's a base player isn't he you won't notice him until he's taken yeah. out you know I think what he added was that stability that you need going to Anfield and yeah. we look really resolute yeah uh, well he must have, I mean Fabregas must have been injured was he no, no I, I, I think, think what it was so. is that he wanted was to he keep was he tired I don't think I think it was just a tactical decision and that he wanted yeah, to keep I it. felt we could have beat them with Fabregas and I think the, he bought Fabregas on too off. late yeah, yeah. I think he Fabregas on too late and to nick it you know maybe 1-0 he put eight defensive players into that yeah. team yeah. And, and frankly Very I think Italian. he was a little bit too worried and I don't think anybody could have um, anticipated Firmino and Mane being on the bench no. you know that was that was odd you know what I mean so I think he probably set up with those in mind yeah. thinking that we'll counter through Hazard and Morata um, which and, we did a lot which we did and in fact Drinkwater got himself into a brilliant position yes. early doors a yard too slow yeah exactly yeah. And, and you know I don't know I think Drinkwater did okay uh, but it was, it was a very but he needs def- games doesn't he it was a very defensive well. set up that game I, I think look, the, the truth is if we want to get to it the main problem I'm afraid was Bakayoko you know the, this is a man who seems to be taking steps backwards through the season he seemed you know the points that we've made throughout the season is that 
he doesn't happen to move the ball quick enough. He takes time on the ball. He's a bit slow, a bit lumbering, but looks like he's got an awful lot of class, got a lot of quality. But he's not evolving at the moment. And I would not be surprised if Conte is thinking of, of how to take him out of the firing line. And maybe he's really pleased that Drinkwater's getting fit. Because I do think, I think you're, everyone's right, that if Fabregas had come on a bit earlier, I think with the way Liverpool had played, we'd have won that game. I, I, Fabregas I came think, on after 74 minutes. We know that he's a good half an hour impact sub. Yeah, you know, yeah. So if you'd have given 60, him half 60, an hour... 60, 65. But yeah. when he came on, it was a time when he, we switched to the 3-4-3. The three, three, yeah. Because he came on and everyone's like, what's he doing? Doing, bringing off drink water for Fabregas what about Bakayoko and then immediately after Pedro came on didn't he yeah yeah. so uh, I, I mean what are your thoughts on Bakayoko at the moment see I think that his best performances for Chelsea are when we're playing on the front foot and Conte said today that he needs to learn tactically you know where he needs to be and you know how to play the game and I think that stands to reason it, it, it holds up and I think that you know you look at the United game it was, you know, a complete contrast to what you saw at Liverpool where we were on the front foot and he was, you know, causing problems in their final third. Yeah. Whereas against Liverpool, he's been asked to play in our final third and you see that the goal comes about because of an individual error from him because he wants too much time on the ball and he's a bit too fancy with it, which allows Salah to nip in and, and score. So I think that on the front foot, he's, you know, a player that's got shown potential, but it's the same thing that, you know, speak about Essien, same problems he faced where defensively and tactically it took him a year or two to really become the bison you know whereas with Bakayoko I think it's the same problem you, you forget he's only 23 so he's had two or three years at Monaco but playing in a totally different league and I think to, to step at up at a different to, pace as well yeah, yeah exactly and to step up into this you know English style of play against you know Liverpool who were trying to get up at Chelsea I think that the criticism's fair, but at the same time, not to go over the top and kill him, you know. And then no, you had these, these idiots saying, "Oh, why did we sell Matic?" You know. But then two weeks ago, everyone was saying, "Oh, great deal, selling Matic for Bakayoko." And look know? at how he took care of Matic in the United exactly. game. And I think you put him on the front foot in that team, and Chelsea, you know, will, will get good performances out of no, him. No, further asking, forward, I think you're yeah. right. Further forward, he looks a better player. Doesn't I think. He? Yeah. Look, we, yeah. we've got Swansea and Newcastle coming up over the next few days. Both of those are games that we're going to be playing on the front foot. You know, they're both teams that are going to come to us and. You know, and 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 be sensible in their play. They're not going to attack us like Liverpool did. So we'll see. Back I think here. that's I'm, when we'll see this the three four three come. I back, agree. I, think, I totally you want agree. More attackers to get. Them. I agree. And especially I th- Swansea tomorrow. And and it, we will go back to two man midfield. I yeah. think. Yeah. And I think that will be Kante and Fabregas. And I think Drinkwater and Bakayoko well, will against, drop out against um, Swansea certainly because they haven't got that combative edge in the middle there. Yeah, well, they've you, also got no strikers because yeah, Sammy can't play. Yeah, and and you look at yeah, and Bo- Bonnie's not doing anything. No. And but you look at their midfield, you know, um, with uh, Keyson Young and um, I know Leon Britton's injured, but they're, they're, that's the sort of player they have in that area. And that's when Fabregas plays against those players, he just bosses them. Swansea, I mean, Swansea set up quite well defensively. They just can't score goals, mm. you know. And so there's not a huge amount of threat going forward, which means you can get on the front foot and you can be a little take a few more risks. I think. So, but, but back to Liverpool, were, were, were there other things that we liked about the way this team is shaping well, up? I like the fact that we've gone five games without defeat in the Premier League now. I mean, that was good. Um, I like the fact that Liverpool haven't beaten Chelsea in the Premier League at Anfield since 2012. I think that's six games. That However, like that, And when they beat us, that was only three days after we won the FA Cup and yeah. it was a, a dead rubber. That was a 4-1. Yeah. 4-1. And Ridiculous game, wasn't it? We, we, look, different we look strong. Yeah, we're getting oh, there again. I, I like the counter wrong. as well, like those quick transitions yeah. where we the transitions from, are a lot. We'd better. go from our yeah. box to theirs within yeah. ten seconds, yeah. and we'd completely stretch. That was always Mourinho's thing, wasn't it? Transition should be eight seconds, especially that first season. Rule. That yeah. first season, and it looked a bit like that. But 
I think maybe with the three-five-two, though, it works. But at the same time, you still lose that edge because you've only got those two attackers, so they're a bit easier to handle. Yeah, I think a fit Hazard has made a real difference in the last five or six games. I mean, he looks absolutely unplayable at times. At yeah, he did disappear out of the game in the second he got half. Kicked a bit. out of the game. Yeah, in the he second did. Half. No, but he he was taken care of. They yeah. did a number on him. But the first half, he just looked. Awesome. It's just it's just incredible when you watch that man. When you think he's going to get fouled or whatever and it's suddenly he's he's four yards away from that person or whatever yeah, just a, a little pivot and he creates yeah. so much space for himself yeah he does you know it's a, it's interesting but what um, do you think of Salah I thought he was good I've, I've always thought he was a decent player you know Hazard even came out last week and said that top, he didn't think hey? top, him. top player don't yeah. rate him. That's what Hazard said, not what I said. Yeah, all oh, right. Okay, I, I don't rate him. I think he's a. I put this out on social media, and I've had half of Cairo and Merseyside on my back as well. Because uh, uh, I just said I think he's a one-trick pony, and I think that the goal he scored was proof of that. If he gets in behind defenses, yeah, but it's a good trick to have, isn't no, it? No, but it is and it isn't. He's I got know, fifteen goals this season. I know he's had a good start to the season. Ten but goals in my, my thirteen joke, Premier League. My joke to Liverpool fan I know is that he's like dodgy refereeing decisions, are leaving himself out over the season. I think he's having an incredible start, but I think as teams, players like him. That he hasn't, he hasn't got a lot of individual skill in the way that you know we were talking about it during the yeah. game. Hazard compared to him, he's their talisman at the moment, and he can't get himself out of these tight situations. But he would be a squad player for us. Yeah, yeah but he'd so, be a but, very useful I, squad player. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's a rubbish player. I think that he's probably at the right sort of club. You know, mm. because Liverpool can't attract that elite player. No one's anymore. kicked him yet, have they? No, but they I, have I, not I think properly. That when when, de- when defenses sit deep against against Liverpool, he can't get in behind and he can't play in front of God players. Have not played Stoke that, yet? But, but once that space is squeezed, players like Salah, you know, he's not. You know, people saying, "Oh, Arjen Robin was a one-trick pony." Yeah, but Robin had skill and pace. Yeah, and and Salah's got pace and a little bit of skill, but he's not at that level. And yeah, don't get me wrong, he's scoring a lot of goals at the moment. But I think over the course of the season, his form will drop, and he's just in a great moment, you know, right now. Yeah. Okay, well, here's a question for you. Um, we did an interview with This Is Anfield, um, the big Liverpool website, and they asked, "Who did?" Uh, well, I did. When? Uh, last week. Did you? Yeah. And, um, well, it was a few questions. On behalf of the Chelsea podcast. On behalf of the Chelsea podcast. Um, and they asked, is that, which Liverpool players would you want in your side right now? And I said, there's no one in the Liverpool side who would get into this current side in the, the respective positions. You might get Coutinho and Lallana into the squad. But you won't get, I think you'd get Marnie in there. Not in our team. In, in, instead in of who? Yeah, no, in but the in the team. But the starting, about in the starting lineup. lineup. You, it's a difficult one. For me, I don't think any of their players beat our top 11. Not in that 3 5 2, especially. No. Because I can't you, see. You it. think that what you've got to do is you've got to, from Morata, you've got to. And I got in, such a coating from Liverpool fans. I don't, I don't, think, you're, I don't I, I think you're right. I think you'd get. A couple of them would get in the in squad. The squad. You'd get Mane in the squad and Coutinho. Yeah. I don't Lallana and Zala. But I don't, I don't think you'd get him in the starting lineup. No. no, you, no and you look right. like for like that if we're playing that 3 5 2, Henderson is Henderson. You know, he's a, a poor man's I think midfielder. Coutinho, maybe. Not yeah, in, but not, I don't not know in the starting lineup in that 3 5 2 because he'd have to start over Hazard and he's not got anything no, on Hazard. No, no. And then, so, and then somebody Mino said, How can you say that when we've got Moreno at full back? It's a funny one. It was just a weird one because I can't see anyone would get in. So William came on. Yeah, he scored did. after 144 seconds. What a delicate chip coming off the bench. The fastest in the Premier League this season. Um, he's, his three goals in two games, as many as he scored in the last 25. Luckily, Liverpool always have such great goalkeepers, isn't it? <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was a great Ronaldinho, David Seaman moment, weren't he it? He didn't mean that. He didn't mean it. Even though, even if he said he did, he didn't. 
No, I'm you putting, see, I'm putting it on the table. He's trying he meant to, to kick it, it to all right, post. Andy. He meant to kick it. Well, that's fair enough, then. <laughs> he kicked it the right way. Uh, yeah. So, you know. No, of course, I'm, sh- I'm sure he didn't, but it was beautiful watching, watching Mignolet. It's and always think- bad goalkeepers that get caught out on those flute goals as well. Because well, so it, made, it made a step towards the, the near post, which is an odd thing to do. He went with his wrong arm. That's what yeah. he did. He went with the he went with But he also he just wasn't move. set at all. He, he, he totally misread it. You know, and the commentator said, oh, well, he was expecting a cross. Well, if he was expecting a cross, he'd gone too far forward anyway. Yeah. And Klopp, so. Klopp was moaning the fact that he couldn't get his subs on, was he? Yeah. And, and that would have made all the difference. Yeah. Well, it's the because they have to read a book, subs, now, before they come on mm. a play playbook. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a fair result. I thought a draw was a fair result. I think we could have and should I have I thought we it. edged it, especially the first half, where they might have, you know, they, they seemed to have a bit more of the possession. You yeah. know, I thought play, but I mean, we hit them on the break, and, you know, Zappa Costa had a good effort, and... You know, there was that drink water moment. Um, Hazard, you know, forced a save out of Mignolet as well. Salah had a good shot at the end, though. You know, I mean, they had a couple of moments. Yeah, but I, f- I think on the balance of chances, Chelsea, I think they edged it. But it wasn't a case of, you know, that they deserved to win. But I think if you want to pick a winner, it would have been Chelsea. You know, we had three shots on target there, four shots on target. It was very, very tight. You know. So anyway, we should move to the roundup of the other Chelsea news of the week. Uh, the uh, kids and the ladies. The kids and the ladies. Uh, so the development squad lost 3-1 against Liverpool at Cobham on Saturday. Uh, mm. In contrast to the under-18s, who beat West Ham 7-0. Uh, also at Cobham on Saturday. I uh, think Callum the, Hudson-Odoi, I think that's how you pronounce it. Have yeah. you seen his goal? Incredible goal. Oh, the, the one he ran from the halfway yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. And he rounds the keeper. and Yeah. He's a proper player. Mm. He's, just, we he's got, just signed a new. I was going to say we mentioned last week that he's just signed a new. Yeah. Well, his first professional contract wasn't yeah. it? So yeah, he looks. I like think he could go all the way. No, say that about a lot of them. No, no, no. But I mean, whether that's for us or for another club, I think yeah. he will be a proper professional footballer. He looks powerful. The, the only yeah. thing with players like him is the same as what's happened with Ruben and a few of them is that they look so powerful at that level. It's hard to judge because that goal he scored is all about the power to yeah. you know, burst past those players. Uh, the ladies didn't have a game last week. They returned to action against Yeovil Town in the Continental Tires Cup at home at six o'clock on Saturday evening. And where do they play, Andy, these days? Kings Meadow Stadium. Thank you. Where's that? It's the old Kingstonian, Kingstonian, Kingstonian yeah. Stadium. So you can get tickets for that Kingston, through the Chelsea website or just, turn, I think, turn up on the day, but check the website if Kingston. you want to go along and see them six o'clock on Saturday. Kingston, we used to play them every season, didn't we, in, pre, in pre-season? Kingstonians, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did. So we've got, we got uh, Swansea tomorrow night and then we've got Newcastle on Saturday. I mean, don't forget Newcastle is on an early kickoff. Yeah, 12, it's 30 12.30. And don't forget tomorrow's an evening kickoff. 7.45. Not yeah. five o'clock, you know, which a lot of people, including mm. my wife, when I was just sat down to watch the Chelsea game and it's over. Because, of yeah. course, it was a five. See, that's what I did last week, but I knew the score already, yeah. didn't I, Kerry? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, you're meant to be a serious journalist. I would have thought you'd be watching it live, not doing DIY. I couldn't, find a, I couldn't find a pub in Thailand that had it on in, at two in the morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, 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 so Swansea and Newcastle, they, this should be six points, really, shouldn't it? If it's not six points, there's something dress- yeah. dreadfully wrong. Yeah. And, uh, the return of Rafa. The, Looking forward to that. How is that going to? Well, let's. let's We've just talked it down already. And well, said, two, two, two former Chelsea people, uh, Paul Clement, obviously for Swansea, 
um, whose whose position there is looking ropey to say the least. Mm. Um, he's under pressure, as I said before. Swansea can't score goals, but they do look fairly well set at the back. So yeah. that's we're going to have to break them down. Um, I don't think it's going to be a massively high scoring game. I think if you want my prediction for the Swansea game, well, we'll do that in a minute. Okay, um, and the Newcastle game. I think it's uh, you know I think again they, they'll actually leave themselves open, and I think that might that might be some goals in that game. Yeah, I think so, and I think it's going to be a miserable return for both of them. Yeah. And Makaleli, he's still at Swansea, isn't he? Mm, yeah. yeah, working with, so, with Paul. Yeah, Claude will be there. So, I like Rafa as well. I just want to go on record and say that I think he did a good job. Yeah, all right. I know yeah. he gets a lot of abuse, but he did. I think he did a good job. He stabilised us. And he did stabilise us. It was just horrid it was him. I think mm. that's the thing for everybody. What do you think, Phil? I don't know. I'm just looking at Gary. He's a bit of a weird bloke, isn't he? <laughs> About who he likes and who he don't like, you know? No, but I just think that... <laughs> he hasn't take, mentioned Jack Wilshire for a while. No. But, but take it where he's getting... He's on his knees again man. as well. Have you noticed? He's on his knees again. Because he's... Yeah. The mention of Wilshire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but with, with Rafa, I just think that take away the Liverpool bias, and I think he did a good job at Chelsea. Oh, I know right, there's the history, but... I think he did a good job. Another and I know it, it didn't help the fact he replaced Di Matteo and, and all the circumstances around it, but... You look at what he, uh, he inherited, and he set that up well for Jose to come in, in in that summer, and you know, made us you know the only side to win the Champions League and Europa League back to back in that order. So, oh, I, that's I think a good job. You're entitled to your opinion. That's anyway, enough. this was Gary's last appearance on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be available on This Is Anfield from next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put every Liverpool player in the Chelsea team. He says no. Okay, well, I suppose it's prediction time. So. Um, Andy, you were going to go first for the, the Swansea. Swansea 2 0. 5 0. And I don't want it to happen, but I think Clemmer will get the sack then as well, which is unfortunate. What? Another, another sacking in three mm. weeks, thanks to Chelsea. Yeah, and he, got, he got Pardew sacked last year, didn't he? 2 all. Yeah. 2 all. <laughs> no, surely you not. You got your jet lags kicking in, isn't it? <laughs> 3 1 then. 3 1. I'm going to go for 3 0. Um, okay, Newcastle, Gary. 3 0. I'm going to go. 5-0 to Chelsea. 4-0. 8-1. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one. Uh, the one is a nice touch. And that's an own goal, is it? <laughs> and my mum's a Geordie. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I, 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 I don't know. I don't think we put enough chances away for some of our predictions. We need to get more clinical. What about, uh, we've got Athletic Madrid as well, or, or is that next That's week? next week. We're going to be doing the podcast the same night as the Atletico game. So, don't worry, it works out. We'll predict it on the night. <laughs> anyway, Phil's going for a lie down now because <laughs> he's starting to feel peaky. Excellent. Well, well, that's it. That's it. So, we should all say goodbye and uh, six points will be in a bag next time we do this. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at ChelseaPodcast. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend to reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses speak to Livingston today about our managed services over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses visit livingston-tech.com for more information
Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.